0: Entrepreneur, investor, and scale up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. It's Nick Bradley here. Welcome to 15 Minutes to Action for another week on the Scale Up Your Business podcast. So, a lot of the inspiration for these shorter episodes comes from the Scale Up Your Business community on Facebook. I think we're around three and a half, four thousand people in there now, or at various stages. And what often happens is I'll go in there and I'll have a look at the various questions that are being asked asked in that community, and I'll put some thoughts down and try and help, as will my team, but quite often I'm also looking to crowdsource different questions that keep popping up so that I can find some inspiration for the various topics that I'll then turn into podcast episodes, YouTube clips, other forms of social media. So what's been interesting of late is people have been getting a little bit confused At the difference between what their strategy is versus their tactics when it comes to building, growing, scaling their business. And what's interesting about it is, and I say this quite a lot because it's such an important thing as an entrepreneur to understand, as a business owner to understand, is you've got to be able to look at your business, the market, your customers, your product, your service from a high vantage point. Now I say sometimes that's 30,000 feet or another analogy like that. But the point is, you've got to be able to see the landscape so that you can make better decisions. And one of the things that's been coming out quite a lot recently is that we forget because we get so in the weeds of our businesses, so in the weeds of trying to create a product, trying to do something, that the big picture really matters if you're going to create sustainability. And one of the things I've noticed, again, from the questions, and it's come up quite a bit, I wouldn't say it's always recently. I think it's something that comes up all the time regardless is that you've always got to think that the whole reason that your business exists, the, the whole reason that you can grow and scale it is that you are solving a problem for someone. But more than that, you're taking someone from their current state, which is not where they want to be to their desired state, which obviously is what they want to achieve to overcome to create whatever it is and as a result of you providing your product, your service, your solution between those two dimensions is what's going to make the difference between you being successful and not. So I'll repeat that again. You need to think about it from the perspective of what is your client, your customer, your prospect's current state and what is their desired and or future state. And your role No matter what business you've got, whether it's a product-based business, a service-based business, it doesn't matter. Your role is to help them go from that A state to the B state, okay? Now, ultimately, what you're selling then is not necessarily what sits in between. You are selling the product or service, but what you're really selling is what they get at the end, the result, the outcome. Now, the, the very overused example of this, which is used a lot when people are trying to challenge consultancy businesses, is they say, well, if you went to the dentist to go and have a filling or a root canal, you'd be really upset if you paid by time right if if the, if the dentist comes in and goes ah you know it's going to you know be a couple of hours because I'm charging you by the hour you're going to say no like, listen get my get my tooth fixed as quickly as possible please i'll pay you whatever the money is the result the outcome the desired state that i want is my tooth not hurting okay so you've got to think about whatever you're doing your product your service your solution is the quickest way the most precise way the most efficient way the most glamorous way, if, if depending on what industry you're in. But the end result is what they ultimately want. So have a look at your business at the end of this podcast episode today and, and be super clear, what are you actually selling? Are you selling a product or service or are you selling the outcome? So when, when entrepreneurs come to me to kind of ground this for you, to land this for you, they they say they want to grow and scale their business. But what they really want, the ultimate outcome is freedom. It's wealth, it's impact, it's it's the ability to live life on their own terms. That's what they want. The business is the vehicle. So that's when I often say to them, well, listen, that's cool. We can talk about growing and scaling. We can talk about acquisitions. We can talk about, you know, various forms of precise marketing, growth precision, all the different concepts that I talk about. We can talk about those and there is a place to talk about them, which I'm going to come to. But ultimately, what is the business for? What What is it to do? And yeah, ultimately, it is to provide some level of freedom, some level of choice. The reason most people become entrepreneurs is they want to have more control and they want to have that freedom. It's a, it's a very strong value that aligns with entrepreneurship. So look at your business in that respect. Now, once you're clear on, again, what that, what that current state is and what that desired state is, then what you need to do is step back and look at the vehicle, the vehicle that's going to help them get from that A to B. Now, I study a lot of different people out there in the world. One of the people who I I love in terms of marketing is a guy called Todd Brown. I'd suggest you Google him. And he talks about a concept called the marketing mechanism or the unique mechanism. And he says that businesses that really do well, where their marketing is on point, is when that big idea, that marketing mechanism is the thing that creates differentiation of your business to allow your prospect, your client, your customer to get to that desired state. So the end end goal of my business, freedom, is not unique, but the way that I can help someone get there is, and that's what is therefore called the unique mechanism. Now, I'll give you some examples of this because Anytime you hear the words in 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 an infomercial or a marketing ad or something like that, the secret is, or the secret in this is, usually what follows that statement is what I'm referring to is the marketing mechanism. So a while back, I got into running. I think everyone knows that. I've run a lot of marathons since. And one of the interesting things around that is there was a point in time a few years back where the concept of natural running came along and the idea was really fascinating this is that if you run in in kind of very minimal shoes minimal sneakers then that's natural running and natural running is going to cause less industry injuries and it's how we were born to run and all this there was a lot of uh, things that happened after that including some law cases with um vibram and vivo barefoot shoes and things like that but the the whole the whole thing about it was that the the concept the mechanism was natural running so what you want to what you want to be is you want to be a natural runner If you want to run without injury, if you want to run with speed and all this sort of stuff, you need to be a natural runner. So that was the marketing concept that defined this whole movement, which was around barefoot running. So again, if you're not into running, don't worry too much. You get the idea. But in any business, you have to be able to think about what your unique mechanism is. What is your secret? What is your special source? You know, to to coin a bit of Colonel Sanders and KFC or Kentucky Fried Chicken, as it was called a while back. You know, there was a X number, a hundred different secret spices that made up the recipe. That would be the unique mechanism, the marketing mechanism that underpins or underpinned KFC at that point in time, okay? So as you're listening to this, you've got to be asking, do you have that? Do you have a methodology? Do you have a concept? Is there something that sits above what you do, no matter what the product or service is, that allows a captivation within the, the mind of your prospect that allows them to look at you differently, look at you in a remarkable and to use the word again unique way. Now most businesses don't, you know, certainly the ones that are stuck in scale up, the ones that aren't growing as quickly or as easily as they would like, and some of my clients have been in this position, and when I run through this within a workshop format with them, as soon as they hear it, they're like, "Ah, oh, I get it. I need something. I need that, that sort of concept that's going to help me then unlock the marketing messaging, the ads that I'm going to put out there, everything that starts to ingrain with the story, the narrative of my brand. So the thing to think about here is, firstly, if you haven't got this idea of a marketing mechanism or a unique methodology, you need to create one. So how do you do that? So let me think of it, or let me present it to you in, in three ways. Quite often, a mechanism as we're discussing is not fully unique. It might be existing out there in the marketplace already, or it might be something that you have. So you already might have a unique component, an aspect, part of your product or service or process that delivers results for your prospects, but you don't necessarily talk about it, okay? So you're not out there explaining it. So, you know, if that's you, you need to first go deep into what you do and actually first ask that question. Do I have one? Do I have a mechanism? But I'm just not shouting about it. I'm not making it clear in my marketing communication. The second type of mechanism to look for, and again, I I share some inspiration from Todd Brown when when I share this with you, is what is called the unspoken mechanism. And that's where there's nothing unique about your product or service, um, you know, it delivers a result for prospects, but it's not necessarily, you know, anything, you know, talked about in the industry. But no one is talking about it, and therefore, it's unique. So, to explain that, back in the 1920s, there was a a, a, a guy, an ad man, actually called Claude Hopkins, who worked for the Schlitz Brewing Company, and it was around that time that the idea of beer purification was being discussed. And he asked why all that work on beer purification was not being shared with the market. And the response by Schlitz was that every beer manufacturer does it. And he said, That's, that may be true. Hopkins said, that may be true, but others have not told the story. And so as soon as Schlitz actually went out there and started to do that, they went from, I think it was fifth in the American beer market to first simply because they, they took this unspoken mechanism and made it part of their brand's identity. Okay, so have a think about that. Just because you may not have something, there could be something else that you can then elevate. And because you're the first to do it, then you'll get ownership simply by association with that. And the one that's really interesting is called the trans-substantiated mechanism. This is definitely worth, worth a Google to get a bit more detail. It has the widest application. It's the most commonly used, but it can also be abused. And what this effectively is, is when you take something that is seemingly ordinary as a mechanism and you make it extraordinary by its narrative, what you call it, and just playing around with the terminology. So if you see something that's common, but you slap a new name on it, you can then you know, effectively presented as something new and extraordinary, but you've got to take it a bit further. You've actually got to then show how that works and make it come alive. And when it's done correctly, you can take a run-of-the-mill marketing claim and transform it into a wildly compelling marketing promise. And if that prospect sees that and it gets them excited, there's hope, there's anticipation, that promise creates belief in the likelihood of results that can absolutely get your marketing flying. It can really get things you know, working in a way that is just absolutely incredible. And when those things work, then your revenue starts to soar because your sales start to soar, okay? So I'll give you a couple of examples from, from Todd that I saw, which is there's a guy called Frank Kern, another amazing marketeer. And when he was talking about marketing strategy and tactics, he was talking about um, email sequences, And he said that a sales-driven email sequence could be called, and I think he named this, the four-day cash machine. Uh, Ryan Dice, who um, is a very, very famous marketeer himself, I think he was the owner of Digital Marketer, he said that a low-price offering that you might have at the beginning of your sales sequence could be called a tripwire. So there's all these kind of interesting things that if you look at something that's out there at the moment, which sounds ordinary, it might deliver a great result, but you can rename that. You can make it more interesting, more remarkable, you know, again, using Seth Godin's purple cow analogy, right? You know, which I've used many a time for those who listen (laughs) to the podcast, then that can transform. So I think the thing to underline, as I'm saying here today, as we finish up, is Quite often, you need to be able to step away to be able to find the answer if you're not growing. And that's really by asking that simple question. What is the current state that my ideal customer is in, my ideal client, and what is their desired state? Be clear on the result, the outcome, then step back and then look at your messaging. What is the unique thing, the mechanism that you can then build your brand around, your business around, which is going to make it stand out, step up, and then drive what you need. And you know, by having that, that unique thing, that methodology, that process, that component, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But that's the thing that's going to make you stand out. In a sea of everyone else trying to just focus on the outcome, you'll stand out with a compelling reason why someone should choose you. Okay, so a bit of marketing strategy, a bit of commercial strategy for you today on the Scale Up Your Business podcast. I hope you've got some value from that. As I said, check out Todd Brown. He's one of my mentors. Have a look into this. Step back in your business. See if this is something that's going to help you take action now. And as I always say, be grateful, be brave, have faith and show up. Bye for now.